We're live with the 2020 Experience Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. If you would like to watch for full effect, you can follow us on YouTube at 2020 Fitness. Enjoy the show. If you have a grande blonde coffee grande blonde at coffee. 10 a.m., you at 10 p.m. will still have 85 milligrams of caffeine in your system at 10 p.m. Oh, no, yeah. 85 milligrams. No wonder you're craving coffee again in the morning. Oh, absolutely. That's ridiculous. That's something to stop and think about. Holy crap. Hang on, so hey, break that down for me. How's that? How's that? Oh, so, okay, so the, so the half-life of caffeine is six hours. Okay. So you have 340 milligrams at say 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, move this forward or back depending on when you have your coffee or, or where. You have 340 milligrams at 10 a.m. By 4 p.m., six hours later, that's reduced to 170. My math. So you still have 170 milligrams by then six hours later. That's 10. like 170 milligrams is like a pre-workout it's drink and by itself. Right, but that's still in your system. That's still in your system. Um, so, so I mean, the the conversation is okay. We're we're here today to talk about sleep, and uh, what, what about how much sleep you get last night? I got a great amount of sleep last really? night, like eight hours. The only thing I meant, so right now my whoop is busted, right? And they're sending me a new one. I got so like eight hours of sleep. The biggest thing I miss is that right there, yeah. is being able to tell what my it's sleep a, was. It's accountable. I, I think, so, so we're here today to talk about sleep and uh, as it relates to performance, to health, I think performance and health are synonymous. You can't have, well, that's not true. No, you can, be, you can be fit but not healthy. Correct, and yeah. I think what, what the approach that we're trying to take is let's, let's be healthy and if you can perform well, great. Mm-hmm. But most of the people who are listening to this um, are, are not world-class athletes. Their moms and dads. Never will be. And never will be. Uh, they want to they feel good and then I think as a uh, secondary result, be able to do cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I think the, the conversation I know you want to have is how do we get people to be a little bit more competitive about their sleep? Yeah, absolutely. Same way they, they, same way they look at the leaderboard for their workout, how do we get them to, to think about their sleep as, as a huge, what, what percentage would you say uh, of, of someone's performance can be related to their, to their sleep? I mean, make 80%. A, make a statistic up. Yeah. <laughs> 80%, I'm making that up right now. 80%, like, if you think about it in just in your general day, you spend an hour working out, right? Say a Metcon, say, f- we'll just take Fran for example, and say you have a five minute Fran. You worked out for five minutes, right? You sleep for five to 10 hours, right? Hopefully more on the top end of that spectrum. So how much more important is that? And the day's only 24 hours long. Right. So if you're not sleeping, then your body's not able to recover. And there's like this little thing, I looked up on PubMed. If anybody ever wants to look on the stuff, go on PubMed. We'll, we'll, have, a, we'll have a link to this. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty important. Um, but it like shows, it's just like, all right, DC quality or quantity, right? So it's like an and or thing. Quantity and or quality um, pretty much makes you unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. you could, we could read through, like it decreases your incl- insulin sensitivity. You want to be sensitive to insulin. Right. right? So, so think of it, so, so this is, you know, one night of, of poor sleep, the, I've read the statistic and we'll, we'll post the research for this, but you get a, Seven hours or less. What's that? Less than seven hours of sleep. Is what? The, your blood glucose levels. Don't, yes. Yeah. So you're, so you can be up to 14% um, um, less sensitive. So, so what that means is when you wake up in the morning, you, um, you'll be craving carbohydrates for fuel. Mm-hmm. And, and your body won't know when to stop. Yeah. And then you slam that coffee to get you going. The coffee build, builds you back up. 
and then um, I think the, the, the process just continues. So I think, what, what would be your goal from, from this to, what, what do people need to know about sleep? And what? I'd say, like, why it's important and- Is um, why? Because your body recovers itself. Both mind, your yeah. muscles, your, um, your central nervous system recovers itself. It's, it's a complete rebuilding process, right? right. Uh, you can't, you can do a ton of stuff in the gym, but it, you can only go as hard as you can recover. Right. If you can't recover well, then you can't go very hard. Right. right. That, I mean, that's huge. Uh, I also like. I was. I haven't been a good. I've never. I wasn't a good sleeper. How before. much you sleep last night? Oh, <laughs> not much. Like maybe four hours. Maybe. Right. It's yeah. A good conversation to have. Why? Uh, the dog baby, the, the yeah. doggy got me up, um, and the like, sleeping time screwed me up. Yeah. Since it's, it's brighter out later, I didn't even realize it's like 10.30 and I'm like still doing stuff. I'm like, whoa, what is yeah. going on? And then it's 11 and then the dog wakes up at 1 and then I'm up at 4. So it's like that was not ideal at all. Not, not but And then some tips and tricks on how to get better. One thing that used to happen to me every single night, I used to wake up, and this was last October. No, no. The October 4th when we went to Yeah, yeah you've not been a good sleeper. No. Yeah. I had talked to the late, I was like, I wake up four to five times a night to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Four to five times a night, and I'm 27 years old. That should not be right. Plus, that's screwing up my sleep all the time. I mean, that's just plain sucky, right? I no longer do that. I don't wake up in the middle of the night anymore. Why? Uh, decreasing caffeine. So I used to have I used to have the 300 500 milligrams of caffeine a day, not even realizing it. Between coffee or pre-workout drinks, um, kill cliffs, multiple kill cliffs. One kill cliff, not bad. 75 milligrams, right? And that's that's not a big deal. Early in the day. Early in the yeah. day, yeah. But I was drinking a lot of I was like probably 500 milligrams a day, and that increased the like. So, so one one thing I would do right now, if you're listening to this, is. Take note of how much caffeine you really consume. Take the compound effect last week, and every time yeah. you drink caffeine, write it down. Write it down. Yeah. So you were, you were consuming 500 milligrams. Oh a day. yeah, at, at a minimum, at a minimum, and it was just making me wake up all the time. Right. I had en I had to have energy throughout the day, but then it's kind of like when you drink alcohol. You start off when you're younger, you're drinking one, two, you get buzzed. Right. Okay. Three, four. Yeah. You, you still build up tolerance to it. Yeah. Same thing happens with caffeine. Your body builds up this tolerance to it, and then you need more and more and more. Well, next thing you know, it stays in your system longer and longer and longer. It's still there. Right. You just don't feel the effects of it as well. Yeah. It's still causing things to happen. You're just not feeling the effects as well. I think people are going to listen to this and think that we're just bashing on caffeine, but it is a significant factor in people's health. Absolutely. And and I, for many years, uh, we wouldn't have a gym without caffeine, I'll tell you. Oh, that. yeah. It was like a, magi <laughs> a magical tool uh, to get you through the day. But being off of caffeine, you your energy is not worse when, when, when you're off it, in, in, in my opinion. I, yeah. I've been off it for, you know, I'm... I go back and forth, you know, I'll go, you know, lately I've been off it for good and I think I'm off it permanently. Yeah. Um, you haven't had any caffeine? I had caffeine that? yesterday. I didn't sleep the night before and Brittany and I make a joke that we're, when you drink caffeine you're borrowing from the future. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hadn't had it for, I, I honestly, maybe six months or something yeah. like that. Besides like a, a kill cliff probably like once a week. I'd, I'd usually have a kill cliff if I worked out. But I haven't been doing that, so I haven't <laughs> had, any, had any kill clips. So I had, had caffeine yesterday, and it rocked my world. You can like hear my voice right now. Like, yeah. 
it was just I, I was just completely on edge. I hadn't, yeah. you know, Britt would probably be able to tell you, but maybe six months, eight months, I, I don't know how long it's been. But it completely rocked my world, and it was a really good reminder. It's just like the same thing when you go and you eat clean for a while, and then you eat a bunch of crap. You feel a lot differently. So oh, yeah. I didn't like the out-of-control feeling. I felt like my day ran away from me, and it was going a million miles an hour. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't necessarily being productive all day. Um, I, could, I noticed that a little bit. What's up? No, I noticed the spaz. The all over the place. Yeah. 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 I was a total spaz. So, well, how hard was it to get off caffeine? Just do it. Yeah. People, I mean, what? Get up. You know, it's like, yeah. how hard but, is it? I mean, there, there had to be some, like, oh, you know, yeah. You, you can you, make excuses like, well, you got to stay super hydrated. Yeah. Stay super hydrated because I know it'll hit me at, you know, nine in the morning. Uh, 10 in the morning and I'll start kind of dragging. So for, for me, if, if I'm off caffeine, intermittent fasting is, is crucial. I cannot eat breakfast, otherwise I crash. I, I crash. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but staying adequately hydrated is, is super, super important because you're going to hit that moment in the day where you're going to kind of get into a lull and you're like, I need caffeine. Yeah. When really you probably just need to get hydrated. Yeah. Or move around a little bit. Yeah. Or do do something different. Yeah. Get get yeah. Stop and do. You know, depending on where you are. What you know, go go for a quick walk. Take ten, ten deep breaths. You're yeah. probably you're probably short on oxygen. Not even ten deep breaths. My gosh, just doing that one. You. Oh yeah. You, you, maybe you, three deep breaths. Yeah. Um. Or you know, is is a great tool. So. You know, no, I'll still have caffeine. I'll, I'll, yep. have, I'll have a morning cup of coffee, huh? uh, and then I'll have a. I'll do like a little pre-workout drink before I work out. Right. I don't do it because I need it. I do it because I like it. Sure. Right. And that's 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 literally that's literally why I do it. Now I don't ever. I try to limit that. It sounds like your sleep is more under control. My sleep's way more under control. I'm not. Before I would have coffee in the morning, pre-workout in the in the late morning, and then I'll yeah. do maybe another something that has caffeine later, and then I keep on going all through the day. Um, but my sleep has gotten much better. But it wasn't until my sleep got better that I didn't feel like I needed the caffeine as much. Correct. It was almost like a vicious circle. Is it a, a chicken or the egg? Yes. So, and that, that's what I want to talk about, like ritual, is I think you can, before you give up caffeine or, or really limit the amount of caffeine you consume or, or, you know, if we go back to that analogy, if you have 300 milligrams in the morning, you still have 85 in your system when you're hopefully asleep, which is not conducive to, to sleep. Um, what what can you do to your ritual to to change things? So I think one is drinking. If you're gonna drink caffeine, drink it early in the day. Mm -hmm. Drink it early. Get it. Yeah. Um, you know, get it in your system quickly. Make sure you're not drinking it late at night. And then you know, for me, a couple you know routines to to that have made a huge impact are deciding when the phone goes off. Yeah. At night, mm -hmm. and deciding when the screens, you know. So, if we're gonna watch TV, I want to watch TV and be done with it an hour before I go to bed. Yeah. Same thing with the with the phone. It's just giving yourself that break at night, because one of the things that's disruptive about phones or laptops or TVs is the blue light that mm -hmm. that's emitted by the devices, and it affects your melatonin production, which is. And have you ever had that? You know where you feel like you're crashing and then you're second wind? Yeah. And then you feel like you'd stay up all night? Well, mm -hmm. your melatonin is what's telling you to chill out and then all of a sudden it you're supposed to be asleep at this point. Yeah. You've got you've got the, the hit of melatonin and then it wears off and you're still awake, comes in here comes cortisol. And then you get that cortisol spike of, of energy. Now and, you're ready um, to go. And then you're ready to go. Yeah, and then you lay in your bed. Twirling right. your thumbs, thinking about right. stuff. Something I've been doing recently that has helped me with, like, if I ever have a hard time falling asleep. And usually, Debbie will tell you, I hit the pillow and I'm 
Uh, I'm out. But I'll, I will <laughs> CrossFit nerdish. Uh, I'll think about a long workout like Murph or something that like yeah. maybe 18.3 that I want to try and beat yeah. you at one day. Yeah. The double unders. Maybe someday. <laughs> you gotta have goals. You gotta have aspirations. <laughs> and I'll just I'll sit there and I'll do I'll do the workout in my head. I'm counting reps or yeah. I'm, I'm going through the movements and it's something I've already done it's not something that I'm trying to create or make new of yeah. and so I'll like I'll be doing the movements I'm do everything's unbroken perfect like yeah perfect well, I want to be boom next thing you know I get through like five ten reps boom I'm out, out of, it's yeah. better than counting sheep yeah right and you're actually doing something and being productive yep uh, well you're thinking about your movement I'll, I'll do that where I'll I'll let my mind wander wherever it goes and I'll picture myself sleeping in that place Hmm. So like if I'm, you know, I'm at the gym or I'm doing something or if I'm running around town or in the house, I just picture yeah. myself from the outside sleeping there. Just passing it. And then like, and then, then it, my, wander go, my mind goes to the next place and I'll picture myself sleeping there and I'll, I'll eventually just get tired of Walking picturing myself place. sleeping and I'll just, <laughs> I'll just go to sleep. <laughs> just pass out. Uh, so like other, other, you know, what are some other nighttime rituals that we can recommend to people? Um, you know, the, the, the phone, I think, is a huge, huge factor that we do not pay enough attention to. Mm -hmm. Get it out of your hand. Phone, yeah. Get it out of your hand. Put it away. It should not be in your room. Yeah. Do you have your phone in your room? I do. You do? Mm -hmm. I have it face down. I put it on night, night mode. Night mode. Um, when do you look at it last? Whenever I put it on the charger. It all depends on the night. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm like... The I'm thing that has helped us the most, though, is we rip the TV out. Yeah. Because Weston was asking too much, so we just took the TV completely yep. out. Um, and so we don't, there's no more. Usually you sit up and you get lost in TV. Yeah. Um, but now there's no, so I'll, I'll fall asleep much faster than that. Uh, but the, the phone just, I, I will double check my alarms two or three times on my phone um, to make sure that I, that I get up, and that's the last time that I look at it. Yeah. And now, so your debt, so this is a, a great book to recommend and um, for, for people to read. It's called Lights Out. It's, I think the, the tagline is Sleep, Sugar, and Survival. You're delaying, the last time you look at your phone or device, you're delaying your melatonin production by two hours. Really? Yeah, so it's like, so, so I, I have, have, knowing that information, you're making an educated, you know, uh, an educated decision if you're going to look at your phone. Yeah. And if you're going to have blue block blockers stop that. I, I'm sure they help, you know, I don't know the study on it, but I, I sure it helps reduce it. Blue blockers are those little orange orange glasses that you can wear. We've got a couple pairs in our living room, but... Um, Do you wear those? I try not to because it gives me an out, because then I'll start, I'll start watching something, and I'll get yeah. hyped up, and we'll watch something on TV. And that's the other thing about it at night is, you know, you shouldn't watch anything that is negative. Yeah. Any news, any, like, action thriller... Uh, Britt, this one's for you. Uh, any like Real Housewives <laughs> or like, you know, any of that crap is going to get you hyped up. Whether you say, oh, it doesn't affect me. Bachelor. People, bachelor, yeah, yeah. Anything that you're going to get like hot, affects you. hot and bothered about, it's going to affect your ability to, to downregulate at night. So, um, so you're turning off your idea. In a perfect world, you're turning off your phone. We're not meant to have these phones. And, and one thing, you know, to think about it, what a phone is, is it's basically fake sunlight. Mm -hmm. And when your body, you know, like we weren't, you know, we've been around for a couple million years or we've been evolving for a couple million years, the, the phone didn't exist. Yeah. Like it wasn't around 10,000 years ago and our body hasn't, um, you know, hasn't adapted to it. So it, literally when you pull your phone out at 10 o'clock at night, your body is getting the signal that it's now noon. Mm -hmm. And it needs to it needs to upregulate yeah. and be ready to take on the day. 
What are you looking at your chart? Well, no, the th they're saying something about um, uh, your circadian rhythm and how every, when it screws up, it completely screws up like everything else when yes. it comes to like body weight. People, a lot of times people wonder like, I'm eating well, I'm coming to the gym, I'm not losing anything. Sleep. Yeah, how's your sleep going? Oh, I sleep like five hours a night. Have you ever okay. had anyone tell you, have, have you ever had anyone tell you that they sleep amazing no. and they don't get results? No. I mean, it is no, like... No, hang on. They have never... They like, sleep amazing. So, they sleep amazing, yet they don't get results. Oh, no. No. Will that ever happen? No. <laughs> if you sleep amazing, like, if, you get, if you're getting quality and quantity of sleep, quality is like you're getting... Because you got REM, you got light sleep, and you have this slow deep. wave deep sleep that right. you have. If you have a whoop, it'll help you pick... You know, you'll see what you're doing. But... Um, those different types, if you're getting good REM and slow wave deep sleep, then your yeah. body is able to produce the hormones that it needs to regulate glucose, right. um, actually produce growth hormone, right? right? That's like one of two times in your day that your body actually produces growth hormone, and one of them is in slow wave deep sleep. So if you want to repair your muscles, you need to get into that. Um, you're going to not constantly be sore. You're not going to be constantly be sore. Your body's going to repair itself. Get rid of all the glucose that's, and so instead of it actually being in your system and just floating around and still being there in the morning, so the people who have like, man, I go to, I have my fastest glucose in the morning is like 100. I only slept If you don't hours. know what your fastest glucose is in the morning, you need to pay 30 or 40, what do those things cost? 40 bucks? Yeah. 30 bucks? Yeah. And get a blood glucose monitor. Yeah. And that is going to be a really good indicator. So maybe you don't have a, you know, don't go out and buy a whoop, but get a blood glucose monitor and see what your blood glucose is in the morning. If it's over 100, you're not sleeping. No, no. You're and, and there's other factors that play into it, but yeah. majority, you're eating too late. majority of the time it's going to be you're not sleeping. Right. Like if you're like, Jeremy, I got 10 hours of sleep last night and my blood glucose is still 100. Like how much were you awake? How many times in the, in the middle of that sleep did you wake right. up to go to the bathroom? Right. What time did you eat? You know, all of those things play a, a, play a huge factor. Good. So, yeah, I want to talk about eating time. So that, so to me, you know, I used to eat right before bed because, so this is, so this is Caffeine John, okay? Caffeine John would, would fast all day and then eat like everything I could get my hands on for like the hour and a half leading up to bed. I was hyped up on caffeine all day long. I was still way the heck up here until I start eating. I would have to eat myself into a coma to fall asleep. <laughs> okay, so it would help, yeah. you know, so I'd be pounding all sorts of food, like literally right up until I went to bed, yeah. pass out. Now I would fall asleep. I'd also stay asleep, but I was not getting rest. I was not uh, getting good yeah. rest. I'd wake up, tired, coffee, boom, back on, mm -hmm. rinse and repeat. Well, the difference now is I try to go back hungry, which I don't like, but I love the way I feel in the morning. Yeah. You, feel, you feel rested and you feel rejuvenated. So I think the biggest thing for me if we're talking about routines or rituals is not eating two hours before bed or, or more. Yeah. Have you had any experience playing with that? Yes. When I, same thing for me. Like if I eat really, really late. So on the days I'm here till 7, I don't yeah. eat until 7.38. Right. And then I go to bed at, you know, 9, 9.30. Right. right. I don't wake up nearly as rested. Right. right? Or I usually wake up groggy. Right. On Wednesday nights when I'm not here late, I'll eat earlier and I wake up Thursday feeling way more refreshed. Right. But a little hack uh, from the Oxygen Advantage book, yeah. taping your mouth shut. Yeah. So like... Last night, I, after going to getting ready to go to sleep, or I woke up in, at like the one o'clock in the morning, I was like, I'm only having three hours of sleep left, I'm taping my mouth shut. 
Like, uh, so that I'm not mouth breathing, I'm staying parasympathetic, I'm able to get maybe into some better deep sleep. Yeah. And that has made a tremendous difference. Yeah. So I'm trying to play with, uh, since you rec you know, since you started doing it and Oxygen Advantage put it out there, taping my mouth shut at night, but yeah. I'm trying to get to where I don't need to tape my mouth shut anymore. I don't trust it. it. It makes a huge difference. I have, I'm just gonna keep taping my mouth shut. I don't wanna, yeah. so now I'm, now I'm kinda, we talk about dependence, now I'm kinda dependent on it, and I don't wanna take a chance. So like, you know, another thing is like, we, you know, we love our dog, Sally, she, maybe one night out of 10, she'll wake us up. Mm -hmm. I don't like taking chances. So I think, so I think for people out there who have kids, who have dogs, it's, uh, the chances of you waking up on your own are too high as it is. Yep. You don't need other factors. I'm not going to lecture you about no, Mally or anything like yeah. that, but like we most of us don't need other factors to wake us up. So like a couple things like under your control are like obviously your phone is on silent or, or get it away from you. The lights are off inside your, your uh, bedroom. It's dark. No TV uh, in your room. No TV in your room. Even the little flicking light on a VCR or on a TV, like tape over it, like literally black. You shouldn't be able to see your hand in front of your face in, in a perfect world. Um, and then, you know, temperature, if you're keeping the temperature cool and you have a little sound machine, I, I think the thing that I'd love for people to take away from this is just take sleep really seriously. Really, like be serious like, about sleep. It's game time. Like, you know, If you want to change some stuff and you want to make some gains or you want to lose some weight or you want to do some, and you feel like you're doing everything right, check your sleep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. More important than a lot of stuff that we put over. And I don't want to. I don't want to say this, but it's important for people to know you can get away with a lot of bad habits nutritionally if, if, you sleep if you're well. getting good sleep. Oh, absolutely. So it's like, you know, you know, maybe you do a little intermittent fast a couple times a week, and then you, um, you know, but you, you might have a binge, but you finish your binge session by 5, 6 p.m., you give it a couple hours to start to digest, you go to bed and you sleep for eight hours, like, you're probably going to be just fine. Yeah. And I'd even argue you're probably going to be, if, if you compound it, like we were talking last week, if you compound seven days a week of good sleep, five days a week of good eating, mm -hmm. two days a week where you kind of fall off, you're going to be able to maintain or gain a lot. Um, gain benefits uh, a lot quicker. Well, so we, we talked about caffeine, and so this also kind of plays a role. Like, think about um, when you're talking sleep and uh, eating late and being passed out but not being rested. Correct. What other thing do you think causes that, too? What, 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 you I want me to say. talk about alcohol? Oh, dang it. Oh. <laughs> what? We didn't alcohol. even talk about this. Alcohol. Uh, but I use, I, I drink a glass of wine so I can fall asleep. Sure. I we don't we do got, that. We got that's a problem. A, that's, a, that's a quote, unquote. Um, we do that all the time. All the time. Well, I have a couple of drinks just so I can fall asleep because if I don't, then I'm up all the time. Yeah. Okay. How about you take your, your we, let's take our step back right in the middle of the day and let's see that you still have however many. You probably still have 170 milligrams of caffeine in your system at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. All right. So that makes sense. I can see why you need some alcohol to fall asleep because yep. it's a depressant. Right. What would be a, a more holistic way to, to get somebody to downregulate? You want to go into breathing? breathing stuff? Yeah, do some breathing. So what, what do you do before you go to sleep? What do I do with breathing? So I'll do a couple different things. I, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to like my Wim Hof practice. I try and do the most effective thing the quickest way possible. Yep. Uh, I will do, I think last night I made it to like seven breaths. I'll just do a big, one thing I find, I take a big breath in, slow exhale. 
Mm -hmm. Big breath in. Slow exhale, slow exhale. And I'll do you know anywhere maybe 10 of those. And the exhale, I'm trying to make it last 30 seconds or more. And it takes my concentration from like everything that's going on in my head to, ju to just focusing on my breathing. And yep. you know, that takes a minute or two. Yeah. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm feeling really, this was a couple nights ago, I was really energized when I was laying in bed. I was like, all right, I need to get after it here. Mm -hmm. So I went through a traditional round of like Wim Hof, like power breathing. Yeah. In the nose, out the mouth, in the nose, out the mouth, in the nose, out the mouth, in the nose, out the mouth. Like I went, I really went for it. Did a big exhale hold. So, you know, I did, it was like, I think it was 25 to 30 breaths. Big exhale hold. Hold, 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 hold. And then inhale, hold, 10 second squeeze. You know, try and pop my head off. Yeah. Um, that's and fall asleep. Yeah, well, that's the last thing you remember. Yeah. And not not really, but um, after that, you just feel this this wave of calm kind of uh, usher over you. So so sometimes when I get in bed and I'm and I'm tired, I don't have the energy to do that. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to breathe right now. Hmm. I can take a big breath and a big exhale. So I, I, you know, I, is that better than alcohol? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Another thing you do, you don't have to do that in bed. Just be conscious and take five to ten conscious breaths. Yeah. Like oh, we did sure. our coaches meeting yesterday. Like, set the system. You've been going crazy all day. When's the last? I mean, when is the last time you don't, we don't do that? No. As you know, we're always chasing the next thing. We're we're you know we're chasing squirrels every every single place. And stop and take a breath. And you can do that right before a meal. You can do that right before bed. You can highly recommend to do it right before you have a, an important conversation with your spouse. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, down, regulate. Down. Yeah. Get yeah. down. And um, uh, so. You know, skip skip the alcohol because I think what, or, or try to go to bed sober. Mm -hmm. I think that's incredibly important. Yes, because uh, that's dis disrupting your your deep sleep and and melatonin production. And and if I can make another recommendation or just to reiterate, if you want to step up your sleep, read the book uh, Lights Out. It's it, it it explains how we're wired and how we're how we're supposed to sleep. Yeah, and it gives you a little bit more motivation. Like you know, lifting heavy things is is good for your body if done correctly. Mm -hmm. You you're gonna come to know that getting good sleep is is really really beneficial, but also the the how behind it. Absolutely. So so we've got we've got. You know, you're, you're <laughs> people are gonna come away from this podcast. Be like, okay, so I don't drink alcohol and I don't drink caffeine. What's the point of living? Well, I think it's my, you know, my mom always said like moderation is key. I don't necessarily wholeheartedly follow that. Yeah. But if you're gonna do caffeine, know that it's gonna be in your system and know yes. that that half life is six hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you, so, say you take that same equation, the 340, which is a it's a grande grande blonde roast at Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. Um, so take that. We are not sponsored by Starbucks today. <laughs> we are not sponsored. We are not sponsoring yeah. Starbucks. Uh, and so take that. So there's 85 milligrams in at 10 o'clock at night, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. All right. So how can you remove 85 milligrams from your start? Yeah. So you, you back off. You have to back off 170 of that coffee. So you start with a tall. So with a tall. So you're still going to get the burst of caffeine that you want during the middle of the day. Uh, you can still have your coffee, you can still have your caffeine, and that's going to, you know, decrease the lateness of the time that you do it, Yeah. right? 
Now, if you couple that with some decent nutrition, like minimize the carb intake in the morning, yep. uh, then in like if you have to have your carbohydrates, which is going to be fruits and sweet potatoes and stuff, have it later in the day so that it crashes you and makes you fall asleep. Right. Okay. But if you're having that in the morning with your caffeine, you start riding the roller coaster. You start riding the roller coaster, especially if you have your caffeine on a full stomach. You're not getting the full effects of caffeine anyway. Correct. If you're so that's the same thing with alcohol. Yeah. And it's like uh, so we're not here like to recommend binge drinking or like to help people get messed up, but if you're going to drink alcohol, right, Matt? Drink it on an empty stomach. <laughs> so, so Everyone you, knows that. So, so it's going to be more effective, and what is the point of drinking alcohol? I mean, it's for the maybe taste. you enjoy the taste, but <laughs> I don't know, man. The feeling might be better than the taste. Uh, so, so try and you know, get the effects, because you're getting all these sugars in alcohol that are metabolized by your, your body first. So that, that's the other problem with, 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 um, with alcohol. So say you're drinking alcohol at night and you consume carbohydrates, as Jeremy mentioned, in the evening. Well, the alcohol sugars are going to be metabolized first. So, so you're going to have all this, all this blood glucose from whatever, say you ate a great meal of, of vegetables and sweet potatoes and you know whatever. You had 50 grams of carbs or 70 grams of carbs in your dinner. Your body's not going to burn any of those carbs until it gets through the alcohol sugars. Yeah. So, you know, you add a couple glasses of wine to that, and, and you're like, oh, I ate, I ate a really good dinner. Well, your body's not going to go to work on it, and you're going to find out that your blood glucose is 105 when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. And now you're craving, uh, you know, you're craving a, a venti, and that, you know, that muffin looks pretty good. Yeah. Because I need, I need some energy. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's like the chicken and the egg. It's how do we, how do we stop one? And it's, you know, have your glass of wine before dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it were me, have or, or or just have one glass of wine in a like an actual like glass of wine, not the not a bottle of not wine a in a glass, bottle of wine in a glass. Yeah. Like there's supposed to be four glasses of wine in one bottle. I don't, I don't know, know, I don't know who's that. pouring, but <laughs> four glasses of wine in one bottle. So if that means you have one glass of wine, it should not. You shouldn't be like, oh, there's only enough for two glasses yeah, in here. Only enough. If you have one glass, that's that's okay. Red yeah. wine. Yeah. Red wine. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, just understand the timing of it is, mm -hmm. is important. It's not something to have after dinner. Yeah. It is going to affect it is going to affect your sleep. It is going to affect affect your body's ability to metabolize sugars. And uh, that's inevitably what everybody cares about, it's gonna affect your belly. Absolutely. It's, where where's that where are those extra sugars gonna be stored? Stomach. Right yeah. in your stomach. Right. I mean you might as well just if if you're trying to basically what we're coming down to is if you want to make gains or you want to I just want yeah get leaner or get, get leaner you know it, like get better body composition yeah. if you want to feel better you need to play put as much effort into sleep as you do nutrition and even more effort into sleep than you do your workouts. Well, yes, absolutely. I mean and that'll 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 change a ton of things. Yeah. Both quality and quantity of your sleep, and uh, play with that glucose monitor in the morning. See yeah. how much you know what you're actually sitting at, and note what time you go to bed. Yeah, like, for in, in in seriousness, because you're you know you doc document how much caffeine you drink, uh, and and are you really in bed at nine o'clock like you say you are, or are you thinking about going to bed at nine o'clock? Yeah. So when do you turn off your phone? 
Yeah. When you turn off the TV. Do you turn off your phone? Is your phone in your room? Is it outside your room? Can you maybe get an alarm? Are you somebody who likes social media? I happen to. I have to set rules. Yeah. And I have to get myself off of it at a certain time. Otherwise, I'll, I'll be laying in bed scrolling, 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 Infinite scrolling. Infinite amount of scrolling. There's so many things to look at. So many things. It's just so interesting. So it's, I think, you know, from a, I, I'm the, I come from like the ritualistic standpoint of like set yourself some standards where, where hey, uh, I am done drinking coffee by 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a rule. It's an operating procedure that I have. I am done eating dinner at 7 p.m., for example. Yeah. And that's just a rule. And, and to me, you'll, you'll find more success, or I think you'll find more success in setting those type of standards than the what. Mm -hmm. So the when is like, I'm done by 7. The what is, you know what, I'm going to have an extra handful of whatever whatever I'm eating and not yeah. be so concerned about that as long as I'm making, meeting the time requirement on a consistent basis. Yeah. So guys, take your sleep serious. It will, it will competitive sleep. Yeah, competitive, competitive sleep. sleep. How good can you be at sleeping? It's something I wish we can, uh, and, and we're gonna, we'll talk more about this in future episodes, but we're gonna make it competitive so that, so that people, you know, up their game the way that they're expecting to. Um, mm -hmm. With all the work they're putting in here, how do we get you to compete when it comes to, uh, comes to your sleep? So thank you for joining us and we'll see you guys next time.